Hello, everybody. Welcome into Living Liberty Today. I'm your host, Charlie Earl. This is episode 99, Crapshoot. Well, Crapshoot has a number of meanings for me. Number one, crap. <laughs> the markets, cryptos, uh, maybe the reaction to Supreme Court rulings, or maybe the rulings themselves if you're on the other side of the aisle. Uh, Congress passing red flag laws, that's crap. Uh, shoot crap, maybe. And uh, the Supreme Court ruling on the uh, concealed carry in New York being unnecessarily restrictive. So a um, number of things going on. Let's take a look at what's happening. One thing I might suggest here uh, going forward is that keep an eye on China's banks. Um, there has been, I've read in some, I guess, not extremely reliable news sources that there have been runs on some banks in China. We'll have to wait and see how that shakes out, see if we can get some verification of that going forward. Let's start with some of the articles I want to recommend to you, and I will opine as we go through them. Uh, the first is from the Brownstone Institute on Saturday. Uh, they have, as you know, they're one of my more reliable or uh, more commonly referred sources, and they have a, a whole series of articles in here on the COVID vaccines and their effectiveness and their impacts uh, maybe after being uh, used and how uh, they uh, may be sort of a ruse on all of us. And then uh, they also have it, uh, an article by Ryan Lau on the attack on Juul, which is some of you may know is that vaping company that for a period of time was really big, uh, but the uh, government and others have come out against Juul, and the FDA has pretty much given us a shot upside the head. So uh, on the one hand, government discourages smoking. On the other hand, it tries to take the alternatives off the market. So I don't know. I'm, I'm not a scientist. I haven't studied Juul. I neither smoke nor drink this stuff. So who knows? Uh, another article uh, that I referred to earlier in my Facebook page is Most Journalists Are Scientifically Unqualified by Robert Malone. Um, I would agree with that. I lamentedly uh, spent some of my years, uh, roughly 15 years of my life, teaching uh, mass communication and journalism. And I regret, I apologize, I repent. Uh, the fact that today's journalists are so uninformed, so incurious, they lack curiosity and the willingness to go to the bottom of things. In fact, they're pretty much accepting of anything the government says. And we know, you know, I know that a lot of what government says uh, is bogus. Another column uh, by the Institute is the Revenge of Lockdown Voters. They suggest that as a result of the economic failures we've had, the misleading from the health officials and so forth, uh, the overabundance of power moves by some of our governors and mayors 
and in some levels the federal government, that the people are going to react negatively and vote for people out of power. Uh, I would say that even if that's true, I wouldn't get too optimistic about that. It has been uh, my experience over my 76 years of life that when you take one set of clowns and move them out of the tent, another set of clowns comes in. Each time they come in, there are more clowns and smaller cars. Um, for those of you who are pinning your hopes on the GOP, uh, I think the Mark Meadows of the world, the uh, McCarth Kevin McCarthy's of the world, the Mitch McConnell's, the Lindsey Graham's, good grief, folks. Um, don't pin your hopes on those people. Uh, California's plotting to punish medical dissent, another Brownstone article. You may want to look that over. Uh, anyway, the Brownstone Institute from Saturday has some really good stuff, and I'd recommend it to you. From Thursday, uh, David Frost in the KC Daily Dispatch um, talks about a giant in the copper industry coming forward. And, and basically what he's talking about is some discoveries in Ireland that may lead to an abundance of copper, which, as you know, is a vital component, particularly in electronics and things of that nature. And it led me to thinking... Um, I realize small startups, you know, and high-tech small startups don't have the funds or wherewithal uh, to mine their own copper. They clearly have to outsource it from vendors and bring it in, which, you know, messes up the supply chain and all the defugalities that go on with that. But I wonder why the major tech builders, producers, uh, haven't gone into a more vertical uh, means of production so they can assure their own supplies of those. Um, I don't know the answer to that. I think maybe the tech people are so ingrained in their little cubicles of fantasy that maybe they aren't looking at the big picture and the reality of maybe building their own, say, microchip facilities in the USA, acquiring copper mining rights, and things of that nature. So... I don't know, just a thought. Old guys think a lot. That's what we do. And then from the Microsoft Market Watch on Friday, this is, I find, when we talked about the Chinese banks, um, this is something I think we may want to look at and consider, is that analysts see the lowest grades for Bank of America and J.P. Morgan in the Fed's stress test. And I might also add that Citibank uh, barely made it through there. When you have these big, large, major banks uh, having maybe a, a loan-to-debt ratio uh, that the Fed finds risky, I think it's time to uh, start maybe um, look for alternative planning and sites to go. I know people will suggest, well, that's not such a big deal, Charlie. After all, the Feds will come uh, swimming through and save the banks and bail them out. Sure, they're going to bail them out. But they're going to bail them out with increasingly less valuable money. Digital money that doesn't exist. I mean, digital money makes fiat money uh, look like a winner. So anyway, um, that's something you just may want to keep an eye on. The banking system 
may be approaching the level of peril. We'll have to see. Obviously, what's going on economically can't be good for it. So I thought it'd be time now to give you some good news, but I can't. I'm sorry. Anyway, the giant sunspot doubled in size in 24 hours, and it's pointing right at Earth. That was from Live Science on Saturday. And according to them, we've got a couple of days uh, to determine whether or not it's going to come down and impact us. It's not going to be a Earth destruction type event. It's going to be more likely if it comes at, at the full bore they expect it to, and depending on where it hits, could have a major impact on the grids and things of that nature, uh, which means that if it comes and hits us and blasts us, say, by Tuesday, uh, you'll have to go back and reset all your digital clocks, which I find really annoying. I've got 11 clocks in this house, two analogs and nine digitals, and uh, it, I'm obsessed with time. I, I, I don't like to waste it, so I like to know how it's marching on. So anyway, just a cheery thought for you about the sunspot. Breitbart News from Friday. They have a number of interesting articles and stories in there. Um, their digest, Breitbart News Digest, is usually pretty valuable. If you want to get, if you don't have time to do day-to-day or, or item-by-item um, research, they're always good for a summary at the end of the week. They talked about the, how the tariffs being blame for inflation is a con. Uh, I tend to agree with that. Just about everything government says or blames uh, is usually a con. Um, Corporate greed narrative hurts energy production. You know, Biden came out and slammed the oil companies for their greed and all that. Their profit margins are about the same level or even lower than they were before this fiasco started. And, um, then remember, I told you just a few minutes ago about Goldman Sachs, J.P. Morgan, Bank of America, and Citigroup. Some of them may be uh, on the risky level or getting close to it. Well, they've also all decided that for their employees, they'd be happy to fund their traveling to other states for abortions. So that's good human service on their part, uh, taking care of their employees so that they can return to work without the dangers, the trials, and the time-consuming pregnancy. Uh, Biden administration falsely claims that oil production is a record high. You may want to read that. Then they found out uh, uh, that there's a new copper strike in Chile, and it's being impacted by the environmentalists, and so we may not be able to acquire or at least extract what we need out of there. And consumer sentiment sinks to a new low. Um, Frankly, I find that sort of a self-revealing prophecy in the sense that if you're an optimistic consumer right now, you probably are uh, legitimately avoiding the news. The Pew Research Center came out, and obviously they looked at uh, Americans' attitude uh, towards abortion and what impact that may have based on the Supreme Court ruling. I should add that eliminating Roe v. Wade does not eliminate abortion. It basically says that's an issue that's not constitutional that should rightly be decided state to state. Um, 
and I think they got that one right. And I might add, I just had a freeze here, and I might add that I am a pro-life person. In other words, I'm a pro-liberty person. I believe life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, as stated in the Declaration of Independence, are vital for human fulfillment and development. And clearly, liberty uh, is not attainable without life. Uh, you got to be alive to enjoy it. I mean, the zombie apocalypse uh, does not seem like these people really have it all together as they're marching around the, the planet. So life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness to me are, are really ingrained. Liberty is a an element of thinking, desiring, creative, imaginative people. The pursuit of happiness is purely, totally, 100% individualistic. In other words, I can't define what your happiness is. You can't define mine. And neither one of us can devise a plan for the other for getting or pursuing happiness. But it all begins with life. But I also understand that there are people who don't share my point of view, who believe the, the convenience and desire of the birth person uh, exceeds that of the uh, of the fetus of the infant. So I think the Supremes got it right. Let it go to individual states. If you live in Mississippi and need an abortion, there will be. There will be GoFundMe campaigns and things of that nature to allow you to go to the sunny state of California to sidestep the fecal matter on the streets to avoid the homeless peeing on your shoes and find an abortion clinic that will serve you. And finally, uh, for the article today, Inside Wall Street with Nomi Pringe, you know, I use her a lot. That's from Saturday. And Maria Bonaventura, the managing editor, has a thing on the great distortion that Nomi wrote about earlier, thrives on politics, power, and greed. All you got to do is observe what's going on right now around the country. And the matter, and I would say the First and Second Amendment primarily, the way they're being assaulted and damaged from side to side. All I can say is, folks, I urge you, if you're not a praying person, start. And most of all, keep your eyes open, look around the corners if you can, and stay free, be free, and live free. I'm Charlie Earle.